This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and welcome back to our team interview. We are talking about our Just Cause project with Kayla and Kirsten, and we left off with Kirsten talking about narrowing the lens as we go along. Today is all about the importance of having a growth mindset. So we pick up with Kirsten talking about having the right perspective. Then we get into some fun conversations about rubber bands, which ultimately leads to a chat about the existential flex. Enjoy. I thought in the beginning that that it was overwhelming, right? Because you were really pushing us to think differently and kind of just slough off that outer shell of conformity. Um, And honestly, defining the just cause is like creating a, a compass for us. And it's a really large undertaking. It's not something to be taken lightly. It's something that we've been very um, cautious around how just jumping to from the beginning to the end and thinking, oh, yeah, this is our statement, but it doesn't mean anything to us. So really just taking everyone into consideration, um, because once you've identified it and you begin to live it, there's always going to be some crossroads or challenges that you're going to get to and you might need to readjust. But once you... Once you've identified it, I think it gives you a better opportunity to stay on course. Um, but I really thought that in the beginning it was it was hard. And and each time that we get together, I, I just feel that our conversations are so um, collaborative and just really eye-opening because sometimes, like even just this last um, exercise that we went through, I felt like I was totally off base and everybody else was like, oh, you, they were right on point. Um, but it's just... It's perspective and how you think about things and how you interpret things, which is why this group of people that we formed to um, uh, to participate in this project specifically all bring different um, ideas to the table that are super valuable. That that's really interesting because um, I think about what you just said, and I think you know culture is about perspective. That was the idea that popped into my head as you're talking about this, because we have this group of people, we're sitting around the table and um, I graded pretty hard on this project, you know, and I don't really beat around the bush. I'm probably a little bit too much of a blunt instrument sometimes. Um, But it was like, this is where we're trying to go. And when our, when we got too narrow or when we got off course, it was like, no, let's get us back on course. And it's kind of like almost, it's, it's, I want to say it's by force, but it's by, you know, um, a certain level of bluntness that says, okay, let's get this back on course. But culture allows you to do that. For instance, we were able to maneuver back on course and, and really kind of decide what didn't count and what does count um, with a lot of mutual respect for each other. And everybody was able to talk about their ideas and have their ideas challenged and nobody got upset. There wasn't anybody like looking for a safe space or anybody crying and tantruming or fighting or arguing. And I think that the the last meeting that we had, the conversation itself really expanded. And I think it expanded, especially for some of the people that were, let's say going in some of the most challenged in this type of thinking. Um, and, and so that goes back to, to me, it's like, Kayla, you and I have talked about this all the time. What is culture? Maybe culture is perspective, you know, and, and, and the, how the collective group looks at what they're trying to accomplish. 
I think so. I um throughout all of our meetings, I just keep picturing a rubber band. And, you know, it's the idea like when I the first set of questions that we did, I think I threw everything, including the kitchen sink and fluff and everything, right? And sometimes it comes with a Travis saying, This is fluffy and just red pinning across it. I keep picturing the rubber band. Like it's like you expand and you're expanding your mindset, you're expanding your comfort zone, and then you have to kind of retract back in. And then you never go back to exactly where it was in elasticity, right? Or the size, like it always grows just a tiny bit. So then the next time you start, when you expand, you expand again, but you're already starting at a little larger spot. Like your perspective has already grown or extended further. And you can just look at it like the process and how we went through it and the conversations we've had even, you know, before and after um, with our teammates. And you can see the expansion, the growth. And also for those that are, the ones that want to just expand, 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 you can see how they've also learned how to use a filter to kind of slowly bring it back in too and at a quicker rate so that it isn't, you know, so that it does stay focused. Do do either of you remember the the part of the book called The Existential Flex? Yeah. And, And like, I think what you're explaining is in large part the flex. Um, and you, you're thinking about it in thinking, you know, in the process of think critical thinking and um, strategic strategic planning and whatnot. But um, it's interesting because as we're looking at, okay, so what do you do with all of this? <laughs> you, you put all this time and effort into this and do you just get another slogan for the wall? How do you actually get people not just to say they're bought in, but start to live it? And I think that that's the flex because the flex comes in and says, hey, look, this is this is how we're operating. This is how we're thinking. This is what we're doing. And this is the status quo. And then you say, I'm going to purposely break the status quo. I'm going to create a little bit of chaos. Now, you don't you don't blow everything up, but you pick a section like Kirsten. We've talked about, you know, you're the director of Sweet K, which covers all of our employee benefit plans out there. And we've talked about do we look at the future of that division kind of linearly the same way that every other employee benefits company looks at it and just says, well, let's just go get another plan. Or do we rethink how we approach um, employee benefits in general? Because when you're talking about employee benefits, is it really about benefits or is it really about the people that the benefits are for? And so how do you help the people? And that's kind of a flex. So just in your space, we were talking about flexing there. Like, like if we were to disrupt that purposely, what could it be? Meanwhile, the rest of the business is just kind of chugging along doing this thing. And then like, if we could flex there and then that sets an example and we can show what that could be in the future, then maybe you can go to like another section and you can flex over there. So I think that, you know, when we're talking about how, what what the next iteration is, right? Or where are we going in what direction? Um, I think we need to start with by admitting that the status quo that we're in right now isn't working. And to the book's point, it's too confining and it's too finite, right? Um, but in order to move the rock or in order to change, that we all have to be receptive and open to change, first of all, to push the boundaries of what is next. Um, 
in order to do that, I think you have to have vision. You have to be resilient. You have to be brave to think outside the box. The things that we're doing now and the conversations that we're having, I think, take a lot of bravery just to be think think we can be different, you know. Um, and then the, the real difficult part of it then is to motivate to action so you, you have results and it's purposeful, right? So that's that's actually getting to the next iteration of how do we transform this to be different and then basically drive results from that. Um, and it's not necessarily financial results. It's about people. It's about, you know, it's something bigger than just that. Um, so that's where, that's kind of the, the way that I think about how we're going to get there is there's, there's moving parts. It takes, um, there's going to be some puzzle pieces that have to fall into place and, and it's going to, it's going to get there.